I could not be more excited for this episode today with Dan Soder. First, I want to thank the sponsors that have been supporting this show lately. Manscaped, Sheath Underwear, Kanai Pro Gear, Talkspace, ExpressVPN, Bridge Credit Solutions, and of course, BetterBox and Speedweed. They make it possible to keep the lights on here at Jeremiah Wonders. All very different companies. Manscaped keeps your pubes in check. Sheath Underwear, which I'm using right now. Uses a two-pouch system to keep your twigs and berries cool. Kanai Pro Gear makes awesome military-grade pack backpacks, which they just sent me one, and it's killer. Talkspace is online therapy if you need someone to talk to. ExpressVPN hides your internet data if you want to hide who you're talking to. And Bridge Credit Solutions guarantees to help fix your bad credit. So you can go to manscaped.com, kanaiprogear.com, sheathunderwear.com, talkspace.com, and you can use the promo code SAX, S-A-X, for a discount. And you can go to expressvpn.com slash SAX and bridgecreditsolutions.com slash SAX to get discounts. All those companies help support the show, and I thank you guys for supporting them as well. You can also support the show by checking out my new merch store. There are new SAX hats up, Jack the Ripper t-shirts, Cat Burglar, Feminist Stacy, Jeremiah Wonder Tees, all at jeremiahwatkins.com. Got some amazing merch there, so you can check it out right now. Thank you to everyone who uh, is basically leaving positive comments online and maybe reaching out to my guests in a positive way, leaving reviews on iTunes. All that stuff helps. If you're watching on YouTube, turn on the notifications by clicking the bell so you'll never miss a new episode. Also, if you are a video editor who likes the show, I need your help. I'm wanting to make a YouTube clips channel and be putting more of the magical moments of this show on Instagram. So if you're interested in applying for an internship, email jeremiahwonders at gmail.com with your experience and your vision for what you think the clips channel should look like. Without further ado, it's one of my favorite comics in the country. He has a great HBO special out now called Son of a Gary. Please welcome my pal, Dan Soder, to Jeremiah Wonders. I mean, I can do this. Wow. Devil yeah. Jeremiah. Yo, Jeremiah, you devil. Oh, That's yeah. the voice. That's the voice that I hear whenever I trip. When you like wake up, when you're like, <gasps> when you start Dan, tripping. Yeah. Like, I've actually, you, you know what? I take that back. It's not, that's not, um, yeah. What is that's it? Not let's let's drug figure out what, yeah. Let's figure out what that voice is. That is, that is, uh, waking up with a hangover on a couch when someone's like, Dan, you okay, got to so, get it. So lie back, lie back down. And then we're going to, so we'll set the scene. We'll okay. Set we'll the set the scene. scene. Yeah. It's, yeah. South, it's, it's South by Southwest 2012. <laughs> Okay, it's I a love real this thing. already. Now, we're, now was are, this one of the years are, with the fleshlights that they were given, or was that only a Montreal that thing? Moon, that was a Moon Tower thing. A and Moon Tower. I successfully, That's right. I fucked my Moon Tower uh, fleshlight in the year of our Lord, 2014. Dude, we all had sex with Dan Soder's fleshlight in 2014. It got around, buddy. No, well, it did, impossible because you would have had to dug it out of the trash because I fucked it and threw it away. I had sex <laughs> with it in a dumpster, dude. It was a yeah, crazy year. Dude. In a parallel universe, I'm a serial killer, and that's a woman that's been missing for f- six years. So <laughs> good luck, everyone. So alternate in reality, timeline, let's a- check it out. And in reality, it was a piece of rubber in a thermos that I fucked and didn't come inside. I want everyone to know that I pulled out of the. Wait, you <laughs> that's pulled how, out of the flashlight? Yeah, dude, I pull out of flashlights. I don't trust it. I'm not trying to have flashlight kids. Dude, bunch of little, a little, little, little pocket bit of rubber babies, around. dude. Yeah, dude, those little army. You know those little army men? How do you think those are made? 
a man comes in a flashlight. A man and then comes you get in the a little flashlight. <laughs> Do you remember the ones, the little rubber wrestlers you could buy, the little pink wrestlers when we were kids? Yeah. And they were all like doing flexes and stuff. That's how those are made. Also, do yeah, you remember it, those little finger monsters that you'd put on that had like the little like spiky yeah. things on it? Another thing that if you Love come those. inside of a fleshlight, that's what it comes to. That's if you're having bad thoughts and you come inside of a fleshlight. Yeah. Hmm. But let's set the scene. 2012. Okay. 2012. South by Southwest. Austin is just thriving with life. It's drunk popping. energy. People are all I, over the place. Finish my set at the Velveeta room. I'm already oh. half in the bag. I've been drinking all day. I be, I took a Adderall around 5 p.m. given to me by my friend Nick, and I am just pushing through on pure alcoholic drive and Adderall. And I finish my set, and then I go drinking because it's the last night of the festival. So I go out. I go out. My flight is at 7 a.m., out of Austin to New York City. I have two spots at the Comedy Cellar in New York City that night. I had just gotten past three months earlier, four months earlier, hammered, blackout drunk. Louis Katz tells me, hey, you don't got to go to your apartment. Sleep on the couch in my hotel room, and then you can just go to the airport. There's a shuttle to the airport from the hotel. I'm like, fucking let's go. That means I can drink more because it's convenient. Best plan ever. Now, get ready, because when I wake up, it is 7.45 in the morning, and I am on a couch, and I wake up, and I go, where am I? Where am I? You are playing the part of Louis Katz. And what do you hear when you just hear your friend in the living room yell, where am I? Where am I? Uh, wait. I'd be like, Louis. D- yeah, Dan? I don't. Yeah. Dan? Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can. <laughs> oh, fucking you son of a bitch. You fucking son of a bitch. Yeah, you dude. son of a bitch. Yeah, I turned no. it right back on you right before we started this freaking bit, dude. Watch your back, dude. Motherfucker, I'm not even on film tricking you. So you took it off air and brought it on air, you diabolical fucking asshole. Yeah, dude, that's right. You get messed with on Jeremiah Wonders. <laughs> oh, dude, I you little... You are on film. Fucking... Fucking with us. Oh, good. We got him? Okay, yeah, we good. got you fucking right. with us. All right, easy. Easy, Kirsch. We, we got it. <laughs> it looks like it's all evened up, Watkins. Oh, all right. Yeah, the producer who's never ran the show before is hopping on the mic. He's never done that before. This is his first day. I'm going to lay down the freaking law, dude. He didn't know that I'm dude. freaking pissed right now in my you know seat what I would do? that we're delaying this bit even more by him jumping in on the conversation fuck the bit bail on the bit i say you use other mic to scold your producer right now listen up what you just did shall never be done again on jeremiah wonders this is your first day and how dare you talk to the lord dan soder the way that you just did you shall be gone from this day forward Actually, I'll need you next week, so we're cool, right? (laughs) (laughs) That dude, that's the only way you can talk to your producer. That's the only way they'll respect you. It's the only way. Okay, so Louis Katz is is basically now what you you're wanting to hear. He shook me awake. He shook you awake. Do you want me to be Louis just as a normal dude, or is it the voice voice, that you hear? That's you heard. That's the voice. Okay. That's the voice you hear coming out of a a fucking drunken stupor when you're when you're that discombobulated. It's just you. 
see. I just like woke okay, up. So I saw a generic scene. painting. So okay, you're you're it's, lying down. It's seven forty-five in the morning. Curtains are shut. I shoot awake and I just go, "Where the hell am I? Where am I right now?" Dan, you're at my apartment. Yeah, I was in his hotel and I was like, "What, Louis? What time is it? You're what time is it right hotel. now?" I said, "Hotel." Clearly, how drunk are oh, you? Oh God, I'm so hungover. I'm so hungover. What time is it? Do you want to catch a cab or something? There's a shuttle that can take you to the club. <laughs> Dude, it's funny because I just remember how much pain I was in when I woke up at that moment. And that's basically like how I had to listen to the conversation where I was like, what? What's going on? I said peanut butter mouth. I was like, what's going we'll, on? We'll do the, yeah, keep doing that face and, and uh, wobble a little bit from side to side. And I'm going to do the classic movie line. You don't look so good. <laughs> Is this projectile vomiting? I found out I was. I I get. Just right into your mouth. Just throw up right into your sweet mouth. Just right into the sweetness that it is. This is what sucks about doing Jeremiah Wonders um, on a separate coast from you and not in the same room is you have such so many fun toys and hookups on the mics. Dude, I want. I wish you were in the room with me because I got the mics. And since you've been on the show, I added a wig segment to the show that I was going to put you in a wig and stuff. And we we oh. do full on sketches and stuff. So the next time you're in L.A., Come we'll on. do it. We'll do it the proper way, not to tickle your yeah. balls and then leave you without coming into a fleshlight, you know, like at, in Texas or something. Dude, always pull out. Never come in a fleshlight. That Never, is a dude. Dan because Soder guess what? Life advice. That's how I was born, dude. <laughs> that's how you get trapped. You're that's a trap, how, baby. You're a trapped man, dude. Yeah. You better watch yourself, dude. I'm the son of a mattress and a guy that didn't know what he was doing. Dude, I'm you can a, come I'm in the, mattress and have babies. I'm the son of a foofy. That's a, a, a prison towel that you put between a mattress and then you come into with hand lotion and soap. That's, it's a fifi and it's called a hand. It's a hand built pussy. Where, I mean, where come I on, come, dude, it's do, do called some, a foofy. Do some time in counting, brother. Listen, you get man, your fifi there, lesson. There's, there's different inflections and in the different regions Just, of what we call it in different areas. Okay. There's a legit uh, YouTube series where I think an ex-felon gives you ways on how to build a proper fake vagina in prison. Really? Like, I think that's where that's where we're at in the age of the internet, is you can go watch a YouTube series. <laughs> Weird where a dude science. You to... <laughs> <laughs> Something crazy in Donald science. Did you watch the build USA show, Weird Science? Uh, Did you watch the movie or the USA I the Network movie. show? And then I think I only watched a couple episodes of the the USA Network show. I watched the movie. Man, I've seen you, that a couple times. USA Network show hit perfectly in my age range. I was like 11 when it came out. And there was enough hot lady and uh, dumb jokes that I was like. And then when I found out it was a movie, I didn't realize it was an 80s movie. And then I didn't like I was used to the I was used to the Lisa from the TV show, not the movie. So I was all I was all off. Isn't that weird when you see things in the wrong order and you're like, no, 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 my, yeah. my, mine, mine is yeah. better than like some, yeah, people, I, I, so, some people get mad at me when I say that Ace Ventura 2 is better than Ace Ventura 1. I think that they took everything good from the first one and amped it up and made it even better. But I also saw, I think I saw the second one before the first one. So I have a little bit of, you know. 
I would I would say uh, Ace Ventura Two has farther home runs for as how much funnier the jokes go, like like the craziness of the jokes. But I would say Ace Ventura One is just a better movie. It's just got like from the joke to joke to joke, like him with Courtney Cox, him going to Finkel's house, the scene with Marino. It's just got so There's many good script. classic scenes. The second one yeah. is just a vehicle for jokes because they already had. They had everything established, so they they were yeah. off to the races. Yeah. Number two, they were just like, "This is a dunk contest." They're like, "What <laughs> what jokes can you get in as Ace Ventura?" And he was just doing crazy ones because oh, the first oh, one had the. All righty then. And I've seen someone on Twitter make the argument that Ace Ventura was the first sign of 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 uh, talking about CTE and football players. Because remember when he goes to the insane asylum? And he's like, got the tutu on. He's like, I'm ready. Just put me in, coach. That is in. like, oh, yeah, he's supposed to, yeah, he's supposed to have CTE in that. <laughs> That's pretty wild to think about It's a about groundbreaking that. film. You know, it, it, it is. Really it's is. a scientifically groundbreaking. Fuck concussions. It was Ace Ventura that brought up the head injuries. Yeah. Who cares about these other movies with, you know, Will Smith or whoever pushing them and making them dramas or whatever. Jim Carrey was Will Smith first. just doing a. Will Smith is doing a bad African accent, making everyone hate football. That's a tough, that's Easy. a tough hill to climb. Football yeah. is a bad sport. You should not be playing. I would, I would tell you to run into a man, but you would have problems. If you hit him hard enough with the frontal lobe of yourself, you will die a very painful death. If you hit I a have man, if you hit a man hard enough, it is not good for his brain. Well, can I ask you a question? Why would you run into another man so hard to hurt him? I am a cardiovascular scientist. Do you not like this other man? What is the problem that you have with him and his village? Why would you collide what on a day that is the Lord's Day on a Sunday? I want to ask you a question. Why yes. would you attack another man? You are a pig if you attack him. I do not know what you say. You can only uh, put this in his audio or with candles. That's <laughs> it. Stacy on the line. She's fucking done. Feminist Stacy will fuck shit up. Dude, she'll she'll be furious. Two white dudes doing uh, African doctor accents? Listen, we're parroting Will Smith, not the country people, okay? That's we're just the trying to do that. Need. All right? Also, That's Africa, all we need, I'll, dude. Africa is a continent. We never actually spe specifically said which nation. It's so, true. I just think it's up for your interpretation. So totally, I think we're in the clear here. <laughs> I think we're good, dude. I think we've fucking checked all the boxes. I think we can move Ew! forward. And now let me tell you. Now it just gets wildly <laughs> yeah, offensive. Yeah, yeah. Goes, let me tell you something. Go, the following, yeah, in the article, they go, in the following segment, Wild Bushman, they, uh, Watkins and Soder <laughs> got incredibly racist. And you're like, she probably shouldn't have gone off the trails on that one. As soon as they said Wakanda forever, the community turned on them immediately. Coming up at five, two clowns that got into the wrong. What happened when no, dude, no one would care if what we got canceled? We're not big enough. What happens when the pie goes in the clown's face and he's not putting the pie in another man's face tonight at six o'clock on the nightly news? One of us would have to get a massive job in order for us to be canceled for that, like a really big job. And even like one so, of us would have to be, yeah, like given a show on like NBC and then they're like, oh, you're fucking done. <laughs> we get hired on a Will Smith show and he's like, 
<laughs> Dude, come on. It's guys. like that. It's like that scene, like when he when he's talking to his dad. He's like, "Why don't you love me, man? Why don't you? Yeah. Love me? I don't need you. Why don't you I don't need me? you. Why don't you want me?" Yeah, Great scene, yeah, man. That would great been, scene. God, dude, Fresh Prince made me cry a couple times. That was one of them. It's Fresh so, Prince dude, got in my guts. I just saw the Butler Jeffrey on uh, the new season of Ratchet on Netflix. I haven't seen that dude in years, and he's one of the mental hey. patients on that show. He gets a he's lobotomy working. done. He's working, dude. Oh, that's all you want to see. You just want to see your favorite characters from other shows pop up in other <laughs> shows because it means the person behind that character is paying their bills. Yep. That's all. That's what is. I think. Every time I see somebody in a different show, I'm like, at least they're making money. But then if you don't like their character and you see him, you're like, oh, this fucking guy. This I don't like I know this guy got guy. more work. This guy, come on. Dude, I found out that you are a fellow friend who loves milk with dinner. Dude, can't get enough. You know why? It's because you're from Kansas City and I'm from Denver, and that's a very normal thing where we're from, where it's like you have milk with dinner. You get strong. Yep. Got to get ready for the winter. Listen, you got to toughen up them bones before the cold sets in. All these coastal elites who think that you shouldn't have a good dose of dairy to give you a strong physique and calcium deep in your bones. Are you just afraid that uh, you're going to be taller than everybody else? Are you afraid that height is going to be an advantage and a confidence booster for the rest of your life by drinking milk with dinner? Huh? Is that what you're afraid of? Dude, you and me are walking around unbreakable. We could just walk through half of the people and fucking. Are you kidding me? All these little, all these little dwarves in New York with their bird bones. Uh, uh, hey, I'm a New Yorker. I like to drink almond milk. I don't drink no dairy milk, bro. I like uh, almond milk. And then I pick you up and I go, I, I am strong. I am from the Midwest. Powerful. Cow drinking. I, I drink the was, of cows. I was born in Paul Bunyan's beard. Yeah, yeah Andre, Andre the Giant's like, my parents were only Ew. five foot four. I tell you, the reason I'm so big is because I drank so much milk. Milk for dinner. That's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> I understand something. Andre the Giant is only big because I drank milk. Hello. I'm Andre the Giant, here for the dairy farmers. They work hard. I have drank milk every day and every night from the moons of the gods that have descended upon every person. (laughs) Dude, that's my favorite. He goes, risen from from the breasts of cows. I give you cow tit milk. Dude. (laughs) <laughs> that should have been they should have just covered up steroids with cow with just milk just said that's why Dude, they're all absolutely fucking, that's why I mean, they're going wild the the motivation behind that ad series that we saw as kids got milk i mean it could have just been like got height got body got stamina it could have been so many Dude, other things other than got milk you know how many you know how many walls are gonna be able to punch through as a dude so many bro these <laughs> These fists were sculpted. Yeah. Are you doing a Brian Callen workout? Are you doing, a, are you doing your Brian Callen noises? Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. 
It's fucking perfect. But drink milk, and then you can crush other human beings. And then I, I just, Did you? I just, I slowly, I just, you know, I just. Uh, uh, I oh, 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 getting, uh, getting dicey there, buddy. Are does your wife freak out that you drink milk? She sometimes is like, really? You really, you, you want milk with this? It's a little, it's a little bit judgmental from time to time because yeah. she was she was born and raised in Northern California of an upper crust, oh, yeah. an upper tier of family than the cloth Oat that milk, you and I dog. were cut from. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, those people drink those. Those are the ones that drink plant milks and fucking nut milks and shit. You gotta drink. She, she does. Good she does the almond milk, milk sometimes, and I'm just like, not in my house. Ew! No way, dude. Get a yeah. fat glass of two percent whole berry milk dude i get Love whole it. and it is not too much too much I, listen i can rock with whole i can rock with whole all day but you need me to take down a, a, a half a gallon it's two percent and i'm wa- i'm walking through two percent okay you're gonna love you're gonna really know how trash i am from this next fact that i'm gonna tell you about myself when i worked at starbucks they used to have mm-hmm. this trenta cup for a limited yes. time, if you remember, it was I remember the ounces. Trenta, it was massive. Yeah, it, it was, was massive. massive. It was the biggest one. Yeah. Every day for lunch, Dan, because I had access to as much milk as I wanted, I would drink a Trenta of whole milk with a sausage, egg, and cheese for lunch every day. And God it was... damn, how did you not have a heart attack? That is wild. <laughs> That is fucking, that's old coal miner breakfasts. That's like what you do to go work the fucking fields. Jesus Christ. You just had a fucking, that's what, they're coming back and like, dude, this guy's got way too much calories to burn. If you drank 30, so hold on. Your diet at lunch was 30 ounces of whole, whole milk. milk. Yes, with a vitamin sausage, egg, and cheese. Out the, out the Dude, I would poop so much at work. So much. I would have to take so many bathroom breaks. Sausage, egg, and cheese at lunch. Are you dipping it in ketchup to make it more of a lunch item? Yep. Yeah, you are. God damn it. I would, you know what? I would are have, the, I would have one of those. Are we lunches. the same person? What's happening? I would have right one now? of those. I would have one of those for breakfast. That sounds like a good breakfast to me. A nice cold glass of milk with a, I could even do that for a breakfast for dinner with a sausage, mm-hmm. egg, and cheese. See, oh, for me, so good. milk. Milk in the morning is for cereal. Milk in the evening is for dinner. So See, I don't usually. What I don't kind of do a lot of lunchtime milk. What kind of cereal? Because so I'm, I'm a cereal aficionado. So let me tell you in the quarantine what I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I want to be healthy, I do apple cinnamon Cheerios. If oh. I want to do a little less healthy, do frosted mini wheats. A lot of mm. frosted mini wheats. So good. And then if I want to be, if I want to just be a sassy bitch, I do Oreo O's. Stop it, girl! Yeah, dude, get control of yourself. What you doing? I'll do Oreos, Oreos. What you got? Get a hold of yourself, girl! Dude, I'll, just look at me wiggling my little tussy. I'll fucking have Oreo O's <laughs> all day. Oh, these are good. I love them. Mm. Three mm. bowls, three big bowls with a big spoon, with a novelty size spoon, <laughs> with a wooden spoon used as a ladle. I use a ladle uh, dude, for just, my breakfast cereal. Uh, just a big, just a big <laughs> silver ladle in a in a pot, a pot of Oreo O's. I use a bucket in a well of milk, and I roll it up by yeah. rope, and then I grab it, and then I I, I tip it, and I slurp it down. 
every night baths of Oreo O's. That's what I do. I bathe in it. I love it. What are your What are your picks for quarantine cereal? I mean, I've been going. I have a. I literally, I started a breakfast show called Eating Breakfast with Jeremiah because I started eating breakfast with friends and strangers through Instagram, and it's a fun, weird oh, show. Right. You'll have to do it sometime. Yeah. We'll, we'll, you'll have some Oreos. I've been doing the French Toast Crunch, Reese's Puffs, Cinnamon love Toast Crunch. If I love go a, cinnamon toast crunch. a little healthier, then it's some kind of granola one, but I haven't done that on the show because it's not as fun to watch somebody eating like a healthier one. It's more fun, yeah. the colorful stuff. You know what I mean? The Lucky Charms Golden sure. Clovers I just tried for the first time, really solid. Unpopular opinion, never a fan of the Lucky Charms because the marshmallows get too soft too quick. Was a real oh. was a real problem in my book. Uh, you know. Then real, are you a I Cap like and Crunch fan? Because Cap and Crunch it. is the, the opposite where it stays hard for a long time. Harder than your boy. I wish you could show I wish I could show you the roof of my mouth to show you all my Captain Crunch scars. I am uh I've been in that I've been in that navy I've been in that navy for quite some time. You're just with your girlfriend and she's like it's a scene in that movie where like they're like, What is this one? And what is this yeah, one? And, what then, is that and one? then you're you're like, wait. Ah. Yeah. You're like, oh my when God. I show her the roof of my mouth, she has the she has the reaction to what they did in First Blood when Rambo takes off his shirt. She just goes, Jesus. Like, oh, uh, look up there. Look up there, lover. Okay, okay. It's it's. I got I got gashed for the first time when I was ten years old, sleeping over at the Haas twins' house. <sighs> Took a big bite of Captain Crunch and it just ripped me apart. It ripped me apart. Oh man, what? I would say that's the da most dangerous food to eat, Captain Crunch. Dude, also hot pizza is up there because it's so tempting. Yes. To just put it in your mouth, you know, you know that it's too hot. Mm -hmm. But you want that sensation. You want the taste right away. And the self-control that it takes for it to cool down, in my opinion, that's one of the most dangerous foods out there. And also Tortilla boba. chips. Boba? Sucking down a boba? Gets caught in your throat? What's a boba? Boba? Oh, it's, a, yeah. it's an Asian tea. They're little, they're, little, they're little balls of tea that when you suck them through a straw, they explode in the back of your throat. No, I'm not having, trying to have... Uh, <laughs> what? They're, that sounds they're, terrible. They're like the powdered they sugar. They pop in your mouth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like little capsules. No. Oh, dude, that's that's like a slut boot camp. You know, if you like learn how to do that, you're like, take it again. Uh, uh, Ooh, this now the sour is, ones. Uh, it's so good. It's boba. Mm, yum. So when you, when you take it in the straw, it doesn't explode in your mouth. It explodes in the back of your throat? Yeah, it sometimes doesn't even explode. Sometimes it'll just coast down the highway of your esophagus. <laughs> It's just I'm not, I'm not goes cool with down. any of Listen, I mean, I, I'm all for taking loads in the back of my throat, but I don't want some weird pee shit. You're like, you know listen, I mean? man, I don't know what kind of LAT you got going there, but it's just a little strange. Brother, I'll tell you, at a, at a truck stop in St. George, that right there is called getting your gas topped off. I don't give a shit. Well, you would, ah, it's a mood changer, brother. I mean, that guy looks like he sucks diesel straight from the pump when he's <laughs> sucking down one of them L.A.T.s. I mean, what kind of dick-sucking tea is that that you just Jesus put it down Christ. and it just streams down straight into your stomach lining? I just don't know Dude, about that. My man doesn't wince when gasoline hits the back of his throat, and this shit gives him all bubble-nosed. I don't even know what the hell y'all are talking about. I, I just I'm gonna, learned I would, what a uvula was the other day, and I'm freaked out that that thing's even in the back of my throat. 
What is the name of that tea? Boba. Boba tea. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to try yeah, it. Next me. time you're in L.A., we're getting boba tea, Dan. Well, it does sound very, very L.A. It is. It's pretty it L.A. Sounds... Even though it's just it's an Asian it's an Asian treat, but it's it's very L.A. It's an Asian delicacy. You could say that. You know what I got into hmm. in quarantine? What? Clearly Canadian. Clearly Canadian. Do you remember Clearly Canadian? No, what is that? But uh, my producer behind the glass just came on the glass. He just went, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. If you know, you know. It's basically like a healthier Sprite. It's just fucking really? delicious. Okay. Yeah, it was I can like, get behind that. It was like boot. It was bougie, and I was I was down in the dumps with some with some old vid depression, and I was like, "Let me launch off an order of some clearly Canadian and see if let's I still just say like they it. call and, it the slang term in Canada, Canada wet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it just hits dude. A little different, dude. Yeah, bud. You know, when yeah, you you're know, up north, you know, you yeah. just you know start sipping just on a little a Canada wet there. Yeah, just have a sip, guy. And yeah, then try just, it. I wonder if Canadians drink clearly Canadian. It's it's too good not to be massive in Canada. Can you imagine if we had a drink called Clearly American? How yeah, it's, sold out that would be at every rally just, across the country. Yeah, and it's really just bottled Flint water. <laughs> They're like clearly oh, American. This no, tastes like, like shit. Oh, it's clearly American. Go, oh. Anyone else getting these weird ringing in their ears? I don't know what this is. It's Harrison drinking this clearly American. Ugh. It's just making me feel like fucking garbage. Is anybody having Clearly visions? Canadian. They're like, hey, bud, do you like Sprite but don't want diabetes? Well, have clearly Canadian, guy, because you'll have some wild cherry or you can have some good old country raspberry or country. How about some nice old blackberry? How, huh, bud? You do it's, like they the, got everything, the, dude. the taste of Sprite there, but you feel it's a little too imposing. Maybe you want it oh. a little bit less uh, kick in the belly because, you know, it's not as a nice of a greeting as a firm handshake and a warm smile. Hey, guy, it can't always be, you know, Canada dry on a Friday, you know. We're not about that. You got to have, sometimes you got to have a lower level. So we got some clearly Canadian. Anyone Canadian listening to this will be wildly offended by our accents because i know they're not the best and that's not what at hurts all. the most i think we know exactly what we're talking about and that's all i can say oh to them i say sorry, sorry. i say so sorry 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 First do they, they do us did the african voices then they I... did the canadian voices they these... did wrestlers i mean these guys are out of control they are filled with milk and hate that is what they are filled with <laughs> I wonder if Canadians do us, if they're like, hey, oh, you know what happened? I went down, you know, to the States, and they were all like, hey, can I have a gun? I want to shoot somebody. <laughs> Where, where's a hot dog? Hey, could I get a hamburger with cheese? Uh, you know, I'm just down there, and I'm like, these guys are a bunch of hosers. They're walking around going like this. They're going like, well, what do you expect? If it's a virus, it'll just clear itself up. Just got word that the, the, the producer behind the glass today is Canadian, and Dan Soder and I say, suck our fleshlight-wielding dicks, oh, dude. Oh, sorry, Freaking bud. burn, dude. Yeah, dude. We- burn. Yeah, th- and that burn was clearly American. Yeah, it was <laughs> clearly American. <laughs> What's up, bro? That's What's where you up? don't get health care and you don't worry about your fellow countrymen. Yeah. <laughs> Apathy. 
clearly American. <laughs> yeah, all right, dude. whatever, whatever, cucktard, stay off my fucking block, bro. <laughs> clearly American. Clearly American, Monster- dude. By the way, I didn't know how I said this in the first place. Uh, clearly American is just relabeled Monster Energy drink. Oh yeah, or it's um, or it's it's Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Yeah, or Four Loco. I will accept all of Four Loco. Yeah, yeah. Code Red, Code Red, not a fan of. Love a Baja Blast. Love an original Mountain Dew. You don't like. You don't mess with Code Red. Here's what it does to me. Makes me feel like I'm gonna get chap lips too fast. Well, that's a problem in the Colorado area. I mean, dry those those chap lips. The only time I've been skiing in denver i got real bad altitude sickness like real that's, bad that's what sam elliott should do for those coors commercials that's what i was just thinking he's like when you're up in the rocky mountains you gotta understand that your lips are gonna look like you sucked off an entire hockey team and you're about to get headaches that only travelers and women get i'm talking about altitude and i'm talking about chap lips and coors light is the best beer to chap those lips, those red, drag, gay lips. Give me a kiss. I'm Sam Elliott, and I'm half in the bag. <laughs> My name's Sam Elliott, and I've been drinking too many Coors Banquet beers. So I want to know, do you want to see my penis? It's <laughs> Sam, exactly I think you're right. a little bit, uh, we, we stopped like filming a few takes ago. Do, do you oh, want to exit man, the set, or I'm do just... you want to? I'm lonely, you know, ever since my old dog, Mr. Magoo, died. I've just been sitting out on the ranch, firing at the stars. I'm drunk, Sam Elliott. You know, Sam, I love you. Sam, uh, okay, wow, you're you're getting really close to me right now. Do, we just, can call you I a never, car service or something if you'd like to. We, we filmed the commercial for Coors. It went really well, you know, like I think we never, got what we need. You ever smelled a man when he gets close to you and you realize that you're one more Coors Banquet beer away from undoing that big old buckle and letting him just have at your face? You know, you ever you ever wanted to know what my mustache looked like over your penis? Well, let's find out. I, I Sam, okay, you're you're getting really okay. I'm getting right, a little uncomfortable. Come here, come here. L- oh, listen, you work out. Okay, all right. You're whoa, firm. Whoa. All okay. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, kiss? yeah. I'm gonna let's, have to. Yeah. Uh, if you don't kid, make a make a gentleman out of me. Let me kiss you real quick, right here on your neck. Kissing your neck. That's gonna make me laugh. I'm gonna have to do that to my girlfriend. Mwah. All right, that's me. I'm gonna now. I'm gonna move on down to the to the nape of your neck and get a good old kiss in. Mwah. I'm gonna get into the crescent moon of your neck right now. You ever you ever smelled the dew falling on morning grass and realize that I'm gonna give you a little kiss on your puss? <laughs> you ever realize the the dew of a morning grass is just as same as the smell of a yeast infection? You ever woken up in a field and only your top shirt buttoned halfway down and realize that you got passed around like a drunk sorority girl in the fifties? And that's when I said, Dodge Ram, get butt fucked. <laughs> you ever wake up face down, ass up, and realize that you had too much GHB at the Sigma Nu party? I thought you, I thought you, Sam was going to say, you ever uh, wake down, wake up face down, ass up, and you realize 
that's the way you like to fuck. You ever realize <laughs> that? You ever Sometimes that? when you get old, you wake up and you go, damn, my back, my neck, my pussy and my crack. Yeah. Dude, it Sam Elliott doing rap lyrics is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. <laughs> Salt and pepper, heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, well, rap attack, magic volleyball. Yeah, I got it. That is, uh, I never thought about doing Sam Elliott doing that. And now, Sam, um, now I know you're friends with Lil John. Do you like to party with him at all? Um, yeah, what? Yeah, what? To the window, to the walls, to the sweat drop off my balls. All these females call. I don't know. I, I fuck up lyrics quickly. I fuck up lyrics pretty quickly. <laughs> no, but I like that Sam Elliott doesn't know exactly what the lyrics are. <laughs> that he's like kind he goes, of. I don't like, know. Yeah, all the females are calling me. Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, I was uh, farting around up in New York filming a movie back in the early 90s and met a young black man named Christopher. And uh, he said, uh, I'll never forget this. He said to all the ladies in the place, the style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical dushes in your bushes. Who's got moves and make moves with all the mommies back of the club, sipping my wets where you'll find me? I said, brother, that's poetry. He died four years later. Some bitch got killed. I'm sad Sam Elliott again. <laughs> I'm sad. Now I'm sad Sam Elliott. <laughs> I'm right back to being sad. Man, um, I'm right to being sad. Man, I'm so fucking. Now I want milk. Just because we talked about Dude, it. Dude, we talked about See, it. I got, I got some milk in my coffee. I've been, I don't know did if you've you been put watching the 2% me do my methadone. Or do you go a little bit harder in the paint? Half and half, bait. Oh, half and half. See, baby. half and half is harder in the paint. That stuff is thick. Cream baby, cream baby, dude. I I want to get into this next segment with you, because this is a good one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Get your get your kicks. Get your kicks in. Get your kicks at Route sixty. Suck my dicks. Oh man, I miss I miss I miss her. Just let me kiss you. This segment is called fanning out. Fanning out questions from fans. Okay. Now you're familiar with this from the last time you d- that you did the show. Um, people reach out with questions, and I ask sure. you straight to the to the gullet what you think. Say, listeners, you can ask him anything you want. I'll be your conduit. Here we go. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. I'm going to hit you with four or five questions. At a time with this with this okay. one right here, four or five questions right down the middle. Everybody wanted to know about this. Never mind the void. Asked Chrissy D said Dan Soder got a clean piece. Is that true? Mm. Landon Steele strong in a recent episode of Bad Friends. Chrissy D said that Danny Sodes had the nicest penis out of all NY comedians. Is this true? And if so, how does he feel about it? Scott McLeo twenty four. Tell about Bring the time it. you showed to Stefanopolo your piece. Jay Vinci, 17. Chris Stefano says you have the nicest, biggest hog out of all the stand-ups that have shown them their penis. My question sweet is man. why you were showing Chris in the first place. Comics only show Chrissy when they think they fought something, Dan. That man Samuel, Chris Stefano said on History Hyenas that he has the cleanest dick he has seen. Does Soder feel the same about his tool? 
Artemis Dubois, is Chris Stefano correct on the cleanliness and overall impressiveness of your peen? Let's go, Soder. I love I love a good peen question. Um, to answer that, I do not uh, claim to have the biggest, nicest piece out of the New York comedians because they, I, I know for a fact they don't have the biggest piece. They're, they're, there's on record guys like Will Solvince and Artie Fuqua, and there's all the other comedians that have massive wangs. And so I wouldn't even – and I would say West Coast, Kurt Metzger still counts as a New York comedian, and everyone knows he's got the biggest dong because Big Jay has sung several songs and sonnets about it. Um, yeah, Jay has this unbelievable bit about banging a girl, and Kurt's, Kurt's penis is probably the star of the bit. Um, that being said, but he mentioned I, how I, clean it was. I do enjoy Response. the cleanliness of my, of my ween. I, I, uh, I, I took care of my ween. I had a, I had a good cut. Shout out to the Hartford hospital for cutting me right. You know, That's a clean cut boy right there. He clean cut. Clean that Midwest cut, clean, clean cut. cut. They gave me a nice fireman helmet over at Hartford hospital. But, um, I, the reason I showed Chris Stefano my penis was it was 2011, uh, drinking heavy, wondering who I am as a person. Now, what happened was, is I worked at a restaurant and a girl that I was friends with, she and I hooked up and she gave me a very aggressive blowjob, a very, very aggressive blowjob. And, and then we had sex and then the next day, I was at my house and I had a bunch of a bunch of buddies of mine were coming like Chris Stefano, Nate Bargetzi and a couple of other people came over to my house because we were going to go to the beer garden. Chrissy D has his uh, degree as a uh, I don't th- does he have his doctorate? He's got he's got something where it's like he knows medicine enough for me to be like I was like, dude, I think I was like, can I can you get something this fast? It's like. <laughs> The tip of my penis really hurts. And I was in my head about it, and I'm a hypochondriac. So, I, you know, I was just talking, you, you, talking, you gotta, talking. You got to solve this problem right away. I'm also like 26 at this time, or I'm, t- I'm, I'm 27, 28. So I'm still in my 20s, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know this if I can. You know, I got that, like, nervous energy where I'm like, this give me something. And Chris is, Chrissy D, cool kid from Brooklyn. You know, this kid knows medicine. And he's like, bro, let's just go in. Can you not hear me? No, no, keep going. Move the mouse oh. to the left. Get that off the screen, please. Um. So Chrissy, Chrissy's like, "Yo, bro, if you, if I can take a look." He's like, "Yo, yeah, yeah, let know, me let me take a look this, at this thing." I mean, I'm not like a medical the, professional or whatever, but I've got this was back learning. in the day. Yeah, but he was just like, you know, Chris has that attitude where he's just like, "Yeah, bro, what yeah, do you whatever, want? yeah, what, just show it to me, yeah." yeah. He goes, bro, no big deal. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not trying to suck your dick. I can tell you if, if, if it's, in, he was like, if it's inflamed or it has a problem, I can tell you. So in my head, I'm like, awesome. Going to my bathroom, Chrissy D, you know, I show him, I, I do a little, hi, how you doing? <laughs> I had to open the pee hole to show him that there was no, and he's like, yeah, bro, you just, you just took a rough beach. That's all it is. She probably just, you know, you just strained it a little. Girl? This was, girl is wild. Dude, it was to the point where I was like, ow, ow, ow. She's like, ow, ow, I tap, I tap, I tap. But uh, yeah, that was it. It was I showed it to him and he's like, yo, looks clean, bro. You're good. You're good, bro. And then that was it. And that was, you know, nine years ago. Wow. But it's I mean, very nice. It's stuck I will with say him. it's a very. If he's bringing it up 
recently. I mean, it's a penis that's been incepted into his brain for a long time. You got to. <laughs> yeah. I, it is probably one of the nicest things in the world to do is go on a podcast and be like, dude, this guy's got a great penis. Because then people are like, hey, quick question. Someone's hey, saying you got a great penis. So. <laughs> I heard you got a good dick, dude. That's, that's, a, that's a good Jeremiah impression. Hey, uh, how about that hey, penis, uh, dude? Um, what's up with your what's up with your ween, dude? Hey, uh, I heard from a friend, Chris Stefano. Yeah, you got a nice. Schlong. But I would. Is that true? I I wouldn't say like I wouldn't be like yeah dude I got a fucking I got a piece I would say I am content with my penis I'm very content with my penis nice you know? dude heck yeah I like my guy I like my guy he's a good and guy I like to think he like I like to think he likes me yeah. listen I'm not gonna say he's the star quarterback but he's a hustler and everybody loves God him damn. and I want to say he's probably MVP. It's got moxie. That's all I'm saying. My dick's got moxie. He's got work etiquette, work ethic. Got, guy shows up. The guy, guy shows up. up. Okay. Not gonna win the not might not gonna win the Super Bowl every year, but the guy's gonna show up. He's at least gonna be in the Super Bowl, or at least he'll be in the running every year. You know, hey, you know, I don't mind getting to the playoffs every year. It means you're doing something right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you should be chewing gum right now. Here, let me tell you, you know something I mean? about my piece, okay? Real solid guy. All right. Everyone listening now is like, dude, please stop doing this. This isn't an yeah, ASMR. Yeah, you, please don't. Really... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, uh, something, dude. This I like this a lot just because you have a great vocal range as an impressionist and doing characters. Uh, and Guila TB on Instagram is asking, what are the lowest and highest notes that you can talk or sing in? I can't sing at all. I cannot carry a tune. We've done goddamn comedy jam enough that you know that's the truth. Dude, I um, I was laughing so hard when you did Blink One Eighty Two. Like, yeah, we did it. We did it together we did the parts. at we did the, uh, in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, we sung Blink One Eighty Two's "I Miss You." But it's oh, where funny, are when, you? When that's you, probably one of the highest. I've when you approached me to do it, I was like, "Oh, he wants me to do the Tom DeLonge part." <laughs> Because you naturally yeah. have the low voice, and you go, "No, I'm doing the dude. Tom DeLonge part." And I go, "Really?" Yeah. I was like, "Okay, let let's do it." And dude, when you busted it out, like in front of it, it was Sal's bachelor party show, and and in, in Vegas, yeah, yeah. when you busted that out, I was like, "This is so great. This is such a fun moment right now." Yeah, there was a. Um... I definitely can't sing. My return to Goddamn Comedy Jam, I've already planned it out which band I'm going to approach. So yeah. the next Goddamn Comedy Jam, yeah. And I think you'll, uh, it's going to be a, it's a it's a big Jeremiah Watkins song. You're going to be big on that song. Ooh. I, I know for a fact. And I'm not saying what it is until it happens. Okay. But cool. the lowest, I could say the lowest I could go is probably my Andre the Giant or Sam Elliott. Because mm -hmm. that's a deep register. Yeah, Andre is probably the deepest one because that's just all like, Hello, how are you? We got the four horses in case we found the lady. Hello, lady. And then the highest I used to be able to go, I don't know if I can get it there anymore, was <clears throat> I used to be able to do a pretty decent Ralph Wiggum. Where? <sighs> yeah, see? <clears throat> Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. I used to be able to get there. I used to be able to get to the exact thing. And, I go, and the doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I just keep my finger out of there. So I used to be able to get high. I'm like, go beneath. I could get that high. And now it's now I realize it's just my Michelle Wolf. My Michelle Wolf is the highest I get. It's go. transformed I, into that. I hosted the White House Correspondents Dinner, and then everyone wanted to blow me up. And that's not fair because there were jokes aimed at both sides. 
So that's probably those are the those are the highest and the lowest. My Michelle Wolf and my Andre the Giant. That's perfect. <laughs> that's yeah. a good range right there. That's a solid range. You can go Wolf to Giant. That's a big that's Wolf a big to Giant, jump. dude. That's that's talent, wolf bro. To giant, bro. That's real big. Pull the Volk. Pull the Volk cord. Tried going Wolf to Giant. Giant to Wolf. Um. Now our listeners know that uh, I do a good Trump, and you, of course, do a a great Winnie the Pooh. Um, and somebody's asking, oh, yeah. uh, Decimals is asking on Instagram if, uh, if Trump could molest Winnie the Pooh in a scene. I don't think I'd be comfortable with that, but, um, I, you know, it'd be okay with, I mean, see, we, well, I mean, what's the situation? I Are, think is Trump, at, is it Trump in the hundred acre wood or I, is Pooh at the white house? Is what's Pooh is Pooh trying to get funding for? Uh, I think is he trying to stop. I think that they're about to tear down the woods, and Pooh Bear goes straight to the White House to try to to get that reversed. Yeah. Now, Mister President, you must understand that the Hundred Acre Wood is a very big part of a larger forest. With the center being Al's house. And of course, me and my friends, we have a wonderful time just living in the hundred acre wood. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be completely honest. It's hard to take you serious. You're so lovable. You're so adorable. Can I just touch you real quick? I'm just going to grab you real Oh, well, that's, I don't think that's, I'm not wearing a shirt down there, Mr. President. This Please. is very nice. I, this is a I fantastic, oh, wow. I There's want, lots of fur, plush. Feels really good this, on my hands. I gotta tell you, feels fantastic on my hands. Mr. President, your hands feel very sweaty and clammy. Oh, bother. They're oh, giant hands, though, aren't they? They're really big. No. They're huge no. hands that are groping you right now. Have you ever felt no, hands man. that are any stronger or bigger than mine? It reminds me when Christopher Robin was a small boy. Your very tiny hands, almost piglet size. I've got... Just to be clear, much larger than what you're saying. You're probably, it's been a long trip from the thousand, hundred acre, million acre woods, whatever you came from, okay? Mr. President, I don't mean to be disrespectful. I'm just a silly old bear, but your hands are very small. I, I don't even think you could pick up a handful of honey with them. Listen, I've put my hand and dipped it many times in honeys. I fought killer bees many times on my tours through Afghanistan and different places that I've been throughout the world, through the Congo, when I was just vacationing with Melania at different times. So really, I think it's okay that I pick you up right now. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to put you down here. Is that all right? I'm just going to, this is very, I'm just going to rub up. This feels very good, Pooh Bear. Feels really good. I don't. I don't like this one bit. Oh, if only someone was here to help me instead of just Mike Pence sitting in the corner staring at me, watching me be just mauled like a bear. I'm the bear. I'm supposed to be mauling you. 
Oh, this feels wrong. Mike, do you like the way this looks? I think you do. I think if you wanted to join in, you would have already, but you like to watch from afar, and that's okay. Can we just end, can we end privatized prison systems and I'll let you rub me all you want, Mr. President? You know what? I'm going to give you whatever you want, Winnie the Pooh, because you're the most adorable Pooh Bear that there ever was and there ever will be. I would appreciate it if you listened to the Lakota people and didn't do a pipeline through South Dakota. They are just, they've gone through enough. You didn't think I was going to be so active, did you? I'm actually very surprised that you even know about the pipeline. I gotta be honest. You don't fuck with a bear that hasn't had his honey. So here's how we're going to play this. I have this whole thing on tape. You are going to set up accounts for me in the Caribbean where I can withdraw from any ATM in the world. If you wondered if Winnie the Pooh is capable of blackmail, you're about to find out. Well, I guess blackmail really does matter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like Winnie. I don't like being I don't like Winnie being touched like that. (laughs) Winnie the Pooh. You're about to make me come. I'm about to lose it. Oh, let me shoot on the desk. I was going to shoot on the desk. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I, oh, it's all over my fur. Yeah, that used to be a cute thing that we'd do for Nate Bargetti's daughter, or I'd just call her on her birthday, and then it just uh, it spiraled down. I'm sure, real quick. Yeah, the bonfire made it real dark, real quick. Real dark, real quick. Um. This uh, person is asking, Brett Moulton is asking, any new impressions you've been doing lately? Hmm. Have you have you been, uh, have any been catching your ear? I've been trying to work on my Biden a little bit uh, just because. Okay. He, he just kind of has an old man voice, though. It's very much Whoa. just Joe Biden. Uh, or do you want to do push-ups right now? Do you want to, do you want to fight? Is that what you want to do? He seems to speak in bursts. Where he's like, well, I'm gonna tell you. The uh, I know it was late, but the only one that like I, I started doing an Obama recently just to fuck around, and mm-hmm. it, it was a thing. It's a thing that Shane Gillis and I used to do because he does. Uh, he can do some Trump mannerisms, pretty funny, you know. And we'd okay. be in the car, and it would be he, he would do Trump finding. I would do Barack Obama losing it because of Trump, like the things he can't say in the public. And then Shane would do Trump being filled with joy, but it's like them alone in a room. So no one else sees it, you know, and he goes, uh, I'm just going to say it. You're a, you're a piece of shit. I don't like you. I've never liked you. And I never have liked you. You're covered in orange. And I find you to be a, a real piece of shit. I'm fucking losing it. God damn it, Michelle. I'm going to punch a fucking hole in the wall, but I can't do it well enough that I, you know, like, it's just like a dumb thing that I can right, throw that you away. added into the, like the, the revolver. Or yeah. Whatever you want to say. I don't have any ones that I'm like, fucking yes, I'm nailing it. Because those happen, few, you know how it is. Like, when you get one, you're like, oh, shit, I actually think I have this one. The one that I, I wish I could get better is my Stone Cold, just because I love talking like Stone Cold Steve Austin just to my dog. You sure? Because, she, yeah, that that's the, where my voices are aimed at these days are mostly my dog when I'm walking her. 
And I was like, you're going to take a damn poop because Stone Cold Steve Austin said that's what dogs do. Give me a hell yeah. You want to know why I came up in here wondering why you can't take a piss when I put you in the mulch? I'm wondering what the hell's wrong with you as a dog. But that's, I can't, it's not, it hasn't turned yet. You know do what you, I mean? Do you when ever you talk to your it. dog as Macho Man? Because Macho Man is, oh. you know, one of our, one of everybody's all-time oh. favorite impressions you do. That would, I would only say that that's the only, the ones I'm only comfortable like that. I'm like, I definitely have it or Macho Man, Rodney Dangerfield and Winnie the Pooh and Andre the Giant. Those I can yeah. only really do. For, Joe, De, Joe DeRosa was right on those old, you know what dudes. I really only have three voices. So, but the four that I have, but Macho Man is my favorite just to, I do some low hype up for her. What I'll do is, <laughs> this is so personal and dumb. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. We'll do elevator rides. So we live on the fifth floor and I'll walk downstairs with the dog to get her. You know, it's easier to walk downstairs and we race and it's fun, but I don't want to walk up five flights of stairs. So we take the elevator and uh, I'll do what I what I did originally was like an old wrestler telling her how we were going to work the match as a tag team. So that was the thing I was doing a while where like I, I, you know, I go Myrtle sit, stay and she stays and I go, all right, brother. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go in the ring, take some hard bumps. Bam, hit the finisher. We're having beers at the Holiday Inn before we know what's up. And then the elevator door opens, and I go, wait, let's do it. And then we turn out of the elevator like we're coming out down the hallway. But now I've been doing it as Macho Man, which I've been giving her like the, yeah, no, I want you to hit me with the suplex. Yeah. No, don't let it go either. Really lock it in. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock your fingers. Let me hit it on the back of my neck. I'm going to pop up, brother. Whip you into the ropes. Uh-huh, yeah. You're going to stay there. I'm going to drop you. Yeah, then I'm going to get up on the very top rope and drop that elbow. You let me count one, two, three. We're out of there. And then the elevator door usually opens. Yeah, And then little... I'll do the, by God, by God. I do the Jim Ross. Oh, my God, it's Myrtle and Macho Man. It's Myrtle and Macho Man. And do the fucking finger waving. On down the hallway. Yeah, you thought Miss Elizabeth was pretty. Yeah. Well, this is my new manager. Her name is Myrtle. Yeah. Nine months old and full of adorable. Yeah, the inside jokes that we do with dogs, like or other people's dogs, like it's it's like it's a different voices, different like it's a different part of our personality entirely. There's like a freaking Yeah, wide. like your voice as a voice guy, do you have a dog? You don't have a dog, do you? No, in Kansas I uh I have I've got a wiener dog. Name Footlong. Yeah, dog. What voice? Everyone gives their dog a voice. What is Footlong's voice? Oh, you, do you it know what's interesting? Up? He, I've never really thought of him having a voice. I do a voice you, for him, but I would have to, I would have to think about what his voice yeah. sounds yeah, like. It sticks. It sticks. My mom has a dog named Riley and he is like 13 years old and he is a golden doodle. He's a miniature golden doodle. Those are awesome. And he's just the he's just the most handsome boy or whatever and I just have him as like this he's he's 13 so he's old and you don't know he's old. So I just do him as like an old gay man cuz it's always so well put together. And so whenever I come home he goes, "Oh my god, look who's here. Oh my god, where have you been?" And I just like I love him. I love Riley so much. He's this old gay man and he's just like Listen here, honey. I'm the one that lays on the couch. If you want to lay on the couch, you got to ask me or you got to ask Trish. Toodles. And he just walks away, shaking his little butt. Uh, dude, I love it. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's uh, great. Because we, we found out Myrtle was born in Tennessee. 
So Myrtle, we give her a little southern bell. We a little southern bell draw. Oh, oh, do you want me to lay on the couch? No, that might be a little bit of a problem. And then we have her get up. And she's like, my name is Myrtle. Myrtle the turtle. Yeah, dude, when you give a dog a voice, I promise you, I haven't seen my friend. My friend Dennis has this Scottish hair, and I haven't seen him in fucking years. But I know the next time I saw him, it would just be the voice that in the rain. She's barking, going, Dad, there's someone fucking excited. He's like, fucking Dad, someone's excited. I fucking hit him. Well, she's, yeah, dude, everyone should give their dog a voice. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to come up with one for Footlong for sure. Because he's he's yeah. he's freaking gangster dog, dad. Well, you got to know, you got to hit him with it. What kind of energy does he have? How mm-hmm. does he approach mm-hmm. you? you, you right. Sometimes it takes some figuring out. Just Riley, it clicked that he's just an old, sassy gay man. And whenever I go to my mom's house, I just see him. And he's like, oh, let me guess. Eggs for breakfast again? Look who's home. <laughs> oh, like, really? I guess somebody <laughs> didn't cash the paycheck this week. I usually sleep on the guest bed. But since you're here, I guess I can share. And you're like, Riley, you little fucking stop being so sassy. You're so sassy. What are you doing? He is just a sassy little boy. Uh, this question comes from Grateful Dev on uh, Instagram. Do you regret getting emancipated and will e- you ever start talking about it on stage? I just think it's so interesting. <laughs> Fucking crackle, crackle. What crackle, a great crackle, question. Right? Yeah, that's a joke that Jay and I had on the bonfire where I said, like, if you want to fuck with anybody's opinion of somebody, you just tell them that they were emancipated from their family when they were 14. Like, if you're like, like if if I was telling you if I told you like dude Josh you know Josh Adam Myers was like emancipated from his family when he was fifteen. What? Yeah, dude. Why would he do he that? Doesn't, I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going down, but I just know that like legally he had it done and he was emancipated. At fourteen? I mean, how do you even do the yeah. paperwork at that age? Oh no, no. I think I don't know. You got to get like a co-sponsor, but he was legally divorced from his family like fourteen or fifteen. You didn't know that? No, that's huh. You should probably talk to him about that. Yeah, yeah. It's the, just the a huh is everything. The huh, huh. <laughs> the, the like is seeping in on, a, on people's minds. Yeah, the new the new way to do that on someone is uh, instead of saying emancipated, I've said it's just to say that they're super right wing, like someone that you would do. Super, like, you gotta hit I go, that super hard. They're super, yeah, go, dude. You didn't fucking know that Tiffany Haddish, super right wing. You didn't know that <laughs> at all. It's crazy. It's like crazy right wing because then everyone's like. Really? And you're huh? like, oh my god, yeah, dude. Read what she writes online. It's fucking nuts, dude. She's like super far right wing. Because everyone's it, these are like buzzwords. They don't mean anything, and people yeah. are just like, oh, uh-huh. I'm gonna judge someone for that. That's that's strange. I'm gonna judge someone significantly for that. Uh, man. Uh, there's so many. There's so many questions on here. Let me try to just get one or two more before we do our sax talk. There's so many good ones. There's literally like a couple hundred questions that people sent in for you. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Thank, uh, you. Thank you, everyone. This comes from Right on Target. Um, I love Dan. He's such a sweet dude. Plus, he's super funny. Loved being at his Netflix stand-ups taping. Uh, question, Ooh. seeing as he is the true deep state... Of the Legion of Skanks, does he plan to start yeah. any new podcast wars? Maybe Annex Come Town for Stav's Margarine Fields? Yo, dude, you don't even... You think I'm going to give that out on a podcast? We I mean, work deep 
deep, deep cover. Dude, you all, all I'm saying, we have agents and we have agents in Gas Digital. We have agents at Riotcast. We have agents at Sirius. Listen, where the money goes is none of your concern. But okay. just the money goes there. Do we control President Shafir of the Legion of Skanks? No, we don't control him. Is he an ally of ours? Do we find what he stands for? Mayhem? Is that what we're about? Yeah, absolutely. We love mayhem. Keep bringing mayhem deep into the fall. Excuse me, are you saying Glazed. mayhem? Yeah, maple glazed mayhem. Hmm, interesting. Um, well, I, I I was actually surprised that you had Big J Okerson, one of your best friends, attacked on stage. Uh, I mean, is that? Am I just making an allegation? Is that just? Is, are you, you? Can I? You cannot prove that. That was not proven. It was. That was a video that was made parodying the Soder Super Pack. I was not behind that. Ari was not behind that. Chain Gillis was not behind that. You guys just love to take these stories and fucking run with it. It's another form of the fucking twisted liberal media taking things out of context. Dude, if I'm Get being completely honest, when I saw that video surface on Instagram, yeah, I thought that you guys were being dicks to Big J and that it was another fat guy on a stool that randomly got hit oh, so and tackled off stage. And you just I thought, thought we that, took a world star video. I thought Ari took a freaking world star video and just like this fat guy because the way he like posted about yeah. it, I was like, oh, he's making fun of Big J right now. I thought he got some other big dude on a stool video, uh, and then I was like, I I scrolled and saw multiple of your guys' posts. I was like, this actually freaking happened. This is insane. Yeah. Well, Christine sent us the video, and we we're like, oh, shit. And I checked, and Christine's like, yeah, Jay's all right. And I was like, all right, cool. What the fuck happened? And she was busy. Norman, Mark Norman, we're all at the stand. Mark Norman called Soul Joel and found out the situation. And then immediately, Ari's a genius with that shit. And Ari was just like, hey, uh, what's going on with this whole uh, Big J thing? I don't know. It's, that's a fucking good Norman, dude. That's a good Norman. That's the best Norman I've heard since this guy, Dan Cartwright, who did a perfect Norman. It is. God damn, that's great. Oh, dude, your Mark Norman is awesome. <laughs> so go on with your with your your story. Um, but, but Ari's just a genius, and he's like, let's make a let's make a video, let's make a video, and then we went into the office of the stand and made that video. Dude, it was, it was like it was like a, it was such a quick turnaround that it was like, oh, dude, this is fucking, this just happened. Yeah, it was it, your guys' attack and response time. I was like, what the what is happened? It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. It was um it was fucking really weird uh a really weird situation that Ari immediately was like, dude, let's fucking do it, dude. Uh let's do this last uh character suggestion, then we'll do uh a, a, a saxy sax talk. Um Day Shiruk on uh Instagram, they want us to do Lord of the Rings, but the characters are FOB Russians. Oh, all right. For Lord of the Rings? For Lord of the Rings. So Lord oh, of the Rings man. characters, but the cast is Russian. So maybe, um, <laughs> maybe it's uh, it's the the scene where, um, I mean, we could be Sam and Frodo. We could be, uh, we could be Gandalf talking to Frodo. We could be. Uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I would like to be Gandalf the Red. Oh, you're Gan. Okay, Gandalf the Red. Sure. Um, and. Um, I guess it'll uh, make me. I guess it will be Frodo. Frodo. Yes. Uh, bag, Fro bagstruck. Bagstruck. Bag 
in shall not pass you shall not pass because uh, I need cigarettes give me cigarettes listen this ring is very heavy on chest is it okay if I maybe sell the ring to a cousin or something is this okay with you uh, this is problem because uh, rings very dangerous uh, almost nuclear energy dangerous please throw in mountain no leaf I show what? zero motion why would I want to throw a perfectly good ring that we could make lots of money off of in a mountain and lose the money? It, it, it makes no sense to me. You're tired, man. You take ring to mountain. That solves everything. I have came back from dead to tell you this. I am tired. Wait, you are Time no longer you. Gandalf Red. You are Gandalf no. Grey. Once again? Yes, Gandalf. Yes, or Gandalf again. Brown? What, are, what color are you? Like Siberian winter, I matter not to you, and I am never ending. Just throw ring in mountain, let me go home. But what is I in want... it for me if I throw ring that you want me to take on this journey to I the give, mountain? I give you bowl of borscht, and I do not murder your entire family. This sound like a plan? Can we shake feet on this? Yes, touch feet. <sighs> Very good feet. Cold Very feet. good. Very hairy. I swear there, is, there are flies coming around me right now. You got fruit flies, dude. It. I got some kind of fruit fly. In, in fruit my flies. country, we are not fortunate enough for fruit fly. They are just shit flies. Shoe fly don't bother me. Shoe fly do not bother me. Shoe fly. Shoe fly. Shoe, shoe fly was the nursery rhyme that I was good to every night before falling asleep as a mere hobbit. Sure, fly. You're you're a little. I am drunk now. No, I am drunk. Kiss Gandalf, me. Gandalf, why are you you are Kiss approaching me. me? You are much bigger than me, and you are overpowering my small, tiny hobbit feet and hands. You smell so good. Please touch. Let me touch you. Let me touch you. Let me feel Ooh, you. Oh. Why did you time this around the time of your fireworks so nobody can hear me scream? Yeah. You are beautiful. Come, let me kiss you, kissy, kissy Frodo, kissy Frodo. Let me kiss you. I kiss you right on. <laughs> I'm so drunk of vodka. I usually never act like this. Let me kissy, kissy, kiss your butthole. All right, this is just weird. My, my butthole. You shall not pass. That's pretty fucking good, dude. That's pretty fucking good, bro. Dude, uh, to be honest, uh, this is a this is a podcast where uh, we just kind of chill. Uh, we get pretty low in the frame, yeah. and we never get too high because, uh, you know, that's like illegal in some parts. But we just kind of chill. Whatever, dude. We kind of just like, Ashley? like bottom. What happened? Dude, fucking... What happened to Ashley, dude? I don't know, man. I'm over at her fucking house, bro, and like her brother is just being a fucking bitch, dude. Like I'm just fucking sitting there and I'm like trying to fucking hang, you know, like me and Ashley, we haven't fucking seen each other ever since she hooked up with Bo and she got fucking nuts. I just fucking like just want to hang, you know, and like her brother's just being like a fucking turd and I just fucking snapped on him, bro. I fucking snapped dude. on him. I fucking I hit him, bro. Dude, did that bitch tell on you about the naughty light you brought over too, dude? Yeah, her fucking mom, like, showed up in my house and fucking tried to tell my dad that I fucking stole his natty lights. And I was like, bitch, I didn't fucking steal him. He fucking put him in the garage and I fucking said a raccoon took it. And fucking, I don't know, dude, man. Did she, did, she, did she freaking believe you, dude? Like, because a raccoon yeah, sounds like a little bit like a freaking far-fetched story, dude. Dude, whatever, man. Fucking, she's dumb and I'm fucking over it. And I'm just fucking, I don't know, man. You got any fucking smokes, bro? 
Uh, dude, I got a couple that I pre-rolled at, like t- from tobacco myself, dude. But that's oh, about man. it. All right, whatever. I'll take a refry, bro. Hey, what's well, so what, what's going on with Ashley, dude? Is she does that mean she's like back on the market, or is that cool if I yeah, sleep dude. in? Or her fucking Nuvering burst in her, so she's fucking like I don't know, man. I feel like she's like rotten fruit now, bro. She's got fucking chemicals just like floating around her blood, dude. I don't dude, know, is that, man. Is that what these fruit flies are from? Is from the Nuvering exploding <laughs> yeah. in her vagina, dude? Yeah, was fucking Ashley over at your studio, bro? You gotta be fucking honest with me, bro, because I'm about to fucking snap on you, dude. No, honestly, dude, she wasn't over here, dude. And the fact that you're making that kind of accusation, Ashley, shut up, is really, bro, really I'll unfortunate, dude. Kill you, bro. I gave you my fucking mongoose when you got your third DUI, and this is how you fucking treat me, bro. Whatever, dude. dude. Listen, you're the only person I've ever shared a razor scooter with. Okay. I wouldn't do that with right. anybody else in my life, dude. So that's a real I, commitment. That's a real number one. And you're my top dog, dude. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, Hunter, like I fucking taught you how to do a switch flip on a fucking razor. And I feel like you're just being mad disrespectful right now, bro. Dude, Caleb, I was there when you closed your first gap. All right, dude. So I don't appreciate dude, you coming at me like this, dude. Whatever, dude. I'm fucking gone, dude. This fucking podcast is over. Later, skater boys. Because we're fucking done, dude. Dude, will you freaking come back? Because my mom always told me to not end on a negative note. And she said, put things right in life before people say goodbye because you never know if they're going to go die and then you'll miss them forever. She told me that every night before I went to bed, dude. Dude, man, you know I fucking love you, bro. Pick up your saxophone. Let's fucking rock this shit, bro. Let's freaking go. This last segment is called Sax Talk. Oh, Sax uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, get it going, dude. Get it going, dude. Oh, get it going all the time. So, Dan is going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and uh, I'm going to play mm. some sweet, sweet sax underneath. Uh, last episode, he shared a, a story how uh, his sex didn't last too long while Ludacris was playing in the background, so I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Shout out senior year. Shout out Apology. senior year, dude. Apologies to Diana, Diana for the, short, for the little short sex for the sex that we had. Yeah. So whenever you're ready, yeah. I will follow you along with this sweet, sweet saxophone. I would love to. The year was 2003. Mm-hmm. Your boy was alone, lonely, needing some touch, needing some love that's when i got that call on the request line from dawn from tucson she said she'd give me some loving if i gave her some cds so i picked up i took the cds over to pick her up she came out of her house in a terracloth robe her hair wet from a shower I said, damn, you look fine in that night where she said, pull over to the auto zone and I'll make the rules get out. I said, baby, you crazy. Here's a anthrax CD and maybe a rat album. She said, Pull into the loading dock and pull out your cock. 
Mm, she put her mouth on it, and good God almighty, that was the warmest, wettest thing I had ever felt. Didn't last over about three minutes before I was toe-curling, legs straight, feeling it in the loading dock of an auto zone. She gulped it down and took one look at me and said, Next time I want DVDs. And I dropped her off at her house. And that was the time that I got blown in an AutoZone loading dock from Dawn from Tucson. Eroticism. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Yes. Perfect. And that's the way you close out a freaking podcast dan where can people find you thank you so much for joining the show you're one of my all-time favorite guests and everybody's favorite guests on the show man oh uh, man you're the best man thanks jeremiah listen to the bonfire monday through thursday 6 to 8 p.m uh eastern standard time on sirius xm 95 you can also listen to the sixth and jump podcast ari shafir big j okerson and i watch old episodes of 21 jump street and break it down uh, even with video, uh, that's patreon.com slash sixth and jump and uh, at Dan Soder on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, also my album, uh, my HBO special Son of a Gary is out as an album. So please go oh, listen to it. Heck yeah. Uh, I've I've personally, I watched uh, your special with my wife. We both loved it. I can't tell you guys listening or watching this. If you haven't seen it yet, you're, you're, you're doing a, a horrible dishonor to yourself. Uh, if you're not <laughs> it's always fun to do one segment that's going to get us canceled on the podcast. Oh, that the, last that, one. That last one, that last episode, I'm like, yeah, people are like, do more dishonor. I was like, yeah, I think we're going to let that one live in the past. Let's see how we get that. Oh, no. Not so sure about that one. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks so much for having me, dude. It's uh, As always, I have fun goofing around being weird with you. And next time I'm in L.A., we'll put on some wigs. Oh, dude, we're going to make it happen. Love you, brother. I'll see you soon, hopefully. Later, dude.